بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال سبعه يضلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل الا ظله امام عادل وشاب نشا في عباده الله تعالى ورجل قلبه معلق في المساجد ورجلان تحابا في الله اجتمع عليه وتفرق عليه ورجل دعته امراه ذات منصب وجمال فقال اني اخاف الله رجل تصدق بصدقه فاخفاها حتى لا تعلم شماله ما تنفق يمينه ورجل ذكر الله خاليا ففاض عيناه متفق عليه continuing with this hadith we began yesterday the discussion as we mentioned this hadith was discussed previously but the subject matter of it is very very pertinent comprehensive these are actually opportunities which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam elevates before us seven categories of people and nabi pak sallallahu says that allah ta'ala will shade them on the day of judgment a day when there is no shade besides the shade of allah as we mentioned the day of judgment is a day of great trial tribulation it's a day wherein shade will be something of a premium humanity will have to fear the will, will have to face the intense heat of that day the sun will be brought right over our heads the only shade will be the shade of allah's arsh in this hadith rasulullah sallallahu says seven categories of people allah will honor them on that day allah will grant them the shade of his arsh the first category which explains why imam nawawi rahimahullah has brought this hadith in this particular chapter babul walil adil the chapter which deals with the just ruler so the first category imamun adil that imam or that leader who has adil who has justice who has who does not oppress those his subjects those who are underneath him oppression is something ثلاث دعوات مستجابات لا شك فيهن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said there are three duas which allah will always accept it is it is da'watun mustajab allah guarantees his acceptance لا شك فيهن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said there is no doubt in this definitely allah will accept this dua the one of the three categories he said da'watul mazloom the dua of the oppressed when someone is given a position of authority and he is a ruler he has to ensure that he is adil he has he disseminates justice he does not oppress it's mentioned about walid bin abdul malik great ruler he was ruling vast continents and if you look at his zati muamalat his daily maamul daily practice it is mentioned about walid bin abdul malik that this was the uncle of umar bin abdul aziz rahimahullah walid bin abdul malik would read 10 siparas 10 juz of the quran daily in his tahajjud salah 
10 Jews of the Quran daily in Tahajjud Salah. And he was the Imam, he was the leader, he was the Khalifa. And yet, it is said, when he was placed in his qabr, his face was turned away from Qibla. And his face had become blackened and darkened. So what was it? Ten paras of Qur'an daily in Tahajjud Salah. Yet, what was the wrong? He was a leader, he was a leader but he made zulm. He oppressed his subjects, those who were underneath him. So, adal, justice, this is something that is greatly emphasized in our shariat and in our deen. So the first category, Nabi Wasallam says, Imamun Adil, that, lead, that leader or that imam who is just. Second category, Shabun Nasha fi ibadatillahi azza wa jal. One is to be the one who makes Allah Ta'ala's ibadat. But Allah Ta'ala, wa kana Allahu shakiran alima. Allah says in the Quran, that Allah Ta'ala makes shukr. In other words, Allah Ta'ala is very, very appreciative. Allah Ta'ala takes cognizance of the fact, in this instance, when a young man, somebody in the prime of his youth, when he makes the ibadat of Allah, this is the time when everything is in josh, it is in its height. Passions are in its height. Physical strength at its height. Temptations are at its height. So a youngster particularly who sacrifices these passions and devotes himself to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi says, That youngster who grew up or who devoted his youth to the worship of Allah ta'ala, Allah will shade him underneath his arsh on a day when there is no shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. Third category mentioned in the hadith, رَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّكٌ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ Nabi Islam doesn't just say a person who is attached to the masjid, or a person who devotes himself to the amal of masjid. He says, قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّكٌ His heart is attached to the masjid. In other words, the life of this person revolves around the masjid. Even when he is away from the masjid, qalbuhu mu'allakun fil masjid. His heart is attached to the masjid. You find another hadith, Nabi Islam said, Man alif al-masjid, alifahullah. That person who loves the masjid, Allah loves him. The person who loves the masjid, Allah loves him. He said it is a sign of iman that a person's heart is attached to the masjid. It's a sign of nifaq, hypocrisy, that a person finds a sense of aversion when he is in the masjid. So our entire work of Dawud and Tabligh revolves around this, that how to link and attach every person with the masjid. We can see in this hadith how important this is. Rasulullah says, when the heart becomes attached to the masjid, when the life revolves around the masjid, Allah Ta'ala will shade you underneath his arsh on a day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. The next category also is something very, very important in our work of Dawud and Tabligh. How to develop love for one another. When we look at even this subject matter which we are currently discussing, the emphasis that Islam places upon obedience to the Imam, 
upon obedience to the Amir. What is the underlying wisdom behind that? Underlying wisdom behind that is to preserve the unity of the Ummat. So that we become an Ummat, we don't break up into groups, we don't break up into factions. For us to become an Ummat, today unfortunately we are living in an acidic environment. Each one is ready to run the next one down. When we look at somebody, we don't look with the eye of how we can benefit from that person. We look with the eye of what faults that person is doing. Unfortunately, this has even crept into our dini circles, where everyone has become fair game, everyone has become a fair target. Even ulama are being publicly ashamed. Their faults are being picked upon. Scholars of deen are being picked upon. This goes against the very grain of the ta'aleem of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Abdullah bin Ubay was an open munafiq. He was the one who was behind trying to tarnish the image of our mother, Ummul Mu'mineen Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, accusing her with zina, na'uzu billah. And yet, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became very, very hurt, very upset with Abdullah bin Ubay. Yet he never named him. From the member, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never attacked the dignity of any person. This was an open munafiq, yet Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tolerated. And yet today, everyone has become fair game. Ghibat, tarnishing the image of people, slandering. If you look at this fourth quality, which Rasulullah Sallallahu talks about, that Allah Ta'ala will give them shade underneath His arsh on a day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. He said it is two people that love one another for Allah's sake. Love one another for Allah's sake. Ijtama alay, they gather together. And this is why amal masjid, ijtima'i amal in masjid, we are encouraged on a daily basis, get together. On the basis of what? On the basis of iman. Love one another for the sake of Allah. Overlook the faults of one another. Do not hurt the feelings of one another. Do not engage in those actions which will cause what we'll call tor and disunity. He said two people who love one another for Allah's sake, they gather together on that basis and they separate on that basis. In other words, they meet one another for the sake of Allah, love one another for Allah's sake and separate on that basis. Nabi says, Allah will give them shade underneath his arsh on a day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. So very, very important, my respected brothers, I'm digressing, is to move away from this toxic environment that has overtaken us. Look with one another, look at one another with jor, with muhabbat. لَن تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةَ حَتَّى Nabi said, you will never enter jannah. You will never enter Jannah until you do not bring Iman. And you do not have Iman unless you love one another. So, so important, our Shariat has emphasized this developing love for one another so that we become an Ummat, so that there is Jor and Muhabbat. The next category, Rajalun da'atu imra'atun da'atu mansabin wa jamal faqala inni akhafullah. That person who is invited or enticed to commit haram by a woman, not just any woman, a woman of great social stature, a wealthy woman, that mansab, 
Not only is she wealthy, Jamal, very, very beautiful. So a beautiful woman, not someone from the street, someone of high rank, of position. Wealthy also, independent also, very beautiful also. All the means of attraction are there. She invites him to do haram. But, inni akhafullah. He says, I cannot accept your invitation. Why? Because I fear Allah. He resists the temptation towards bayhayai, towards shamelessness, towards zina, towards haram. Allah will shade such a person underneath his arsh on a day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. We will run out of time and continue inshallah.